Good morning, kings and queens, princes and princes. Today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And I want to leave you with um, the topic, Jesus promises to give us relief. He promises to give us rest and refreshment for our souls. And this is speaking on the eighth fruit of the Spirit, self-control. Now, I'm going to read a scripture of focus to you. I'm going to read it two times. And let's just start with, and the scripture is the, the gospel according to Matthew, chapter 11, verse 28 and 30, through 30. The plan. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. Now I'm going to read it one more time. This is the plan. Come to me. All you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Number two, as you're coming to him, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. And number three, for I am gentle and humble in heart. And the end result of this, and you will find rest for your soul. The celebration to this is, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing of his word. Jesus promises to give us rest, relief, and refreshment for our souls. I, will, um, I find that this scripture fits this. See, the thing is, is that we hope for what we want and we pray for what God, we pray for God's will to be done. Do you often ask yourself, why am I so tired all of the time? There are times when we're usually tired because of us. The world makes us think that we are actually doing something because we are tired, else we're lazy. We are often like hamsters on a wheel trying to be successful. We look we think that's being successful, trying to make our dreams come true. I can recall when I was in my residency, my eyes used to get blood red in the middle of the night. And in the middle of the night when I'm on my call, I get a call, I had the most horrific cases to respond to, and while I was alert in my mind, it appeared as if I was tired. Biologically speaking, my brain and my eyes were communicated in a way that I didn't know um, how to respond. Maybe my eyes didn't respond to my brain because I had drug-addict-looking eyes, in my opinion. Several doctors saw this and knew who knew me and saw that my eyes were like this and told me all you need to do is just drink you some water don't drink coffee and then your eyes will clear up 
and I did this and suddenly my eyes cleared instantly and it didn't look tired or they didn't look tired. I thought that I was just stressed, but I really wasn't. To this day, I still do this when I have to get up and when my body is not necessarily tired and my eyes are. But what about when we really are tired? When our brain and our body are not are telling us that we are tired. Well, according to the Center of Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, around 15.3% of women and 10.1% of men regularly feel very tired and exhausted in the United States. Tiredness can cause an array of problems. For example, around 1 in 25 adult drivers report falling asleep at the wheel each month. That is about 72,000 cases and 44,000 injuries each year as a result of being tired and drowsy in their driving. And that's not to mention the the estimated 6,000 fatal crashes caused by drowsy drivers. Everyone feels tired at some point in their life, whether it's due to a late night out, staying up to watch our favorite TV show, or putting in some extra hours at work. Often, we, can put our, we can't put our finger on it for our reasons for feeling our best, but what about those times when we can't pinpoint the cause of our tiredness? What makes us feel tired then? Medical News Today have researched the problem explain, and explains for why we, can, we feel so drained and the steps that we can take to feel re-energized. Now, I'm not going to go into the steps about how to feel energized. I just want to bring out reasons of possible cause. Number one, maybe it's a lack of sleep. A lack of sleep may seem an obvious reason for feeling tired, yet one in three U.S. adults are consistently not getting enough of it. Didn't you know that tiredness increases the risk of accidents? It increases the risk of obesity. Yeah, that's why you are fat, possibly. It increases the risk of high blood pressure and depression and heart disease. People aged between 18 to 60 need seven or more hours of sleep per day to promote ultimate health for our body. According to the American Academy of Sleep Medicine and Sleep Recovery Society, Getting less than the recommended hours of sleep each night is not only associated with fatigue or impaired performance and a greater risk of accidents, but it also has an adverse health outcome. These include getting fat, such as obesity, high blood pressure, depression, heart disease, stroke, and increased uh, risk of death. That's something to think about. Maybe we should look at our diet. Is it poor? Is your diet poor? 
The easiest way to banish tiredness is to make adjustments in your diet. Eating a healthy and balanced diet can make the world a difference on how you feel and keep you from feeling tired and fatigued. To improve your health and to get all the nutrients you need as well as to eliminate fatigue. It is vital to choose a healthful mix of food from the five food groups. And we know what that is. Fruits, vegetable, grains, protein, and dairy. And it's best to work with your health plan nutritionist for the best results for your life. And we need to make sure that we drink enough water. Because drinking water can help to prevent dehydration in our body systems, which results in fatigue, unclear thinking, mood changes, overheating, and constipation. And we need to also get our vitamin levels checked. I did this actually on yesterday. I got my vitamin levels checked because I needed lab work to show that I wasn't malnourished. Sedentary lifestyle. When tiredness sets in, that is, we're sitting on the couch and eating bonbons or relaxing too long, seems to be the answer. But getting up and moving may be the best thing you can do to re-energize and re-addicate fatigue. Then there's excessive stress, something that we all know too well, but we often overlook it. Many situations can cause stress. Work, financial problems, relationship issues, major life events, and upheavals such as moving into a new home, unemployment, and bereavement. And the list goes on and on. There can be uh, potential stresses, and it's never-ending. Excessive stress can lead to physical and emotional exhaustion. Sometimes things are just too much. A little stress can be helpful just a little bit and may it actually make us more alert and able to perform better in tasks such as interviews. But stress is only a positive thing if it is short-lived. Excessive Prolonged stress, on the other hand, can cause physical and emotional exhaustion and lead to illness. Stress makes your body generate more of the fight or flight chemicals that are designed to prepare your body for an emergency. In situations such as an office environment where you can run you can't run away or fight. The chemicals that our body has produced to protect can't be used up and over time can damage our health. If the pressures that we face are making us feel overtired and giving headaches and migraines or tense muscles, we should not ever ignore these signs. But a headache, because a headache is never normal. Physical activity is a significant stress reliever lever, and releases feel-good endorphins. And if you are feeling stressed and you're feeling that it's building up, go for a walk, take the dog out, or even put on some music and dance around the room. Don't go to alcohol or substance as that would just kind of 
just be a blowtorch to the problem. And the last one is maybe medical conditions are, are in the way. If we have a lifestyle, if we have made lifestyle changes to do with our physical activity, diet, stress levels, and sleep, but we still feel tired all the time, there could be an underlining medical condition. Many medical conditions such as anemia can make us feel tired. Some of the most common conditions that report failure is a key symptom. As a key symptom could be not only anemia, but maybe there's an underactive thyroid, possibly diabetes, possibly anxiety, depression, chronic fatigue syndrome, urinary tract infection, food intolerance, heart disease, glandular fever, pregnancy, vitamin and mineral deficiencies, and if you are concerned, if you are concerned that you have a medical condition that is causing you to feel tired, you need to possibly arrange an appointment with your health care provider to discuss your words as soon as possible. Now, this is just the things that we know about as we are looking at our life on the surface. But, like I said, we're three beings, mind, body, and spirit. And sometimes, well, I shouldn't say sometimes, we should always go to the spirit first to check things out. Jesus, on this, when we're looking at the scripture that I read as a focus, Jesus is inviting people who are tired and weary to just come to him. Just come to him. These are people who are exhausted because they have been working hard. They are also exhausted because they have been doing things on their own and in their own strength. We need to come to Jesus when we are exhausted, when we're trying to do things on our own and in our own strength. Maybe they have had the wrong priorities, and sometimes we have the wrong priorities. Maybe they have wrong, have a wrong understanding of what God requires of them. Maybe we have a wrong understanding of what God requires of us. Perhaps they have been doing the wrong things and so do us so do we whatever the case their efforts have proved to be discouragingly futile and the same to us jesus is calling us all to come to him and he promises relief he promises rest and he promises refreshment for the soul Jesus does not promise a rest from work. This whole passage is about learning and working. Jesus' yoke is work impediment, impediment. I'm sorry. Jesus' yoke is work impediment. The word yoke has a technical term used in the context of teaching in Judaism. See, Every rabbi had their own yoke, that is, their own interpretation of the Old Testament scriptures, and the rabbis would pass on their own brand of teaching by living in community with the students.
The definition of a yoke is a farming implement that joins two animals, such as an ox. They put them together so they can so the animals can share the workload evenly and become more productive. And that's what Jesus is talking about. He wants us to come to him and learn from him. He wants to teach us and equip us and guide us to be effective in life and in service if we follow allow to if we follow him. If we come to Jesus and do things his way and not our way in communion with him, he promises that we will find rest and refreshment for our souls. And in the process, we will become more like our rabbi, Jesus, gentle or meek and humble in heart. Also, they are also exhausted. We get exhausted because we have been doing things our own way and in our own strength. Maybe we have at times had the wrong priorities. And maybe we at times have a wrong understanding of what God requires of us. We're like the hamster on the wheel just spinning around. Just can't get off the, the treadmill of circle in life. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Just remember, Jesus wants us to come to him and learn from him in a continuing relationship. This is a daily, ongoing thing. It's not a one-time thing. He wants to equip us and teach us and guide us to be effective. He wants us to be effective in service and in life. If we allow him, if we come to Jesus and do things his way in partnership and communion with him on a daily, ongoing basis, he promises all of these things for us. So we should not be yoked together with unbelievers. Those are people that don't believe, they don't think, and they don't respond or do things the way you do. For what do righteousness and wickedness have in common? Or what fellowship can light have with darkness? And this is in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. And yokes are more about choices we make every day. And one last thing in this study for today. Rest is worshipful. Rest is not lazy. It's worshipful. Deep, holy rest is meditating on God's peace and comfort at any point in our day. It's worshipful. Because we recognize that he's in control and has the final say in our lives. So stop spinning the wheels like the hamster and trying to get God to think the way we think and the way that we do things. And just rest in him and find God's peace and comfort in doing things his way. God is, what is God's rest? Because many people really don't know what God's rest is. The rest God is talking about is not rest from our daily work or physically exhausted when we have worked hard. It is that profound peace that God gives to those who love and obey him 
regardless 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 of the circumstances it is peace that involves the entire mind body and spirit when you live each day in god's perfect love you are entering into his rest the lord says my presence will go with you and i will give you rest and that's in exodus chapter 33 verse 15 so when you remain steadfast in the lord his loving presence will be with you will be with us all and we will enter into his perfect rest well this concludes the rise for today on self-control and have a blessed and marvelous day in the lord Love yourself, love others, forgive others, and definitely forgive yourself. Selah. Thank you.